content of this podcast is provided as general informational purposes only. It is not intended for, nor should it be used to replace professional behavior intervention and advice. This is Sissy. And this is Susan. And we are Function Junction. Behavior matters. You know what else matters? What else matters? Saving money. Oh, yes. We love to save money. (laughs) Hey, everybody. It is the day after Thanksgiving. We hope you had a great Thanksgiving, got lots of food and friendship and fellowship and thankfulness. And now it is Black Friday, the day everybody, some people look forward to. Oh, I can't remember when back in the day when you had to actually go to the brick and mortar store for Black Friday. My mother and I would go out. That was something we always looked forward to was going and finding what was on sale. That sounds like my biggest nightmare. But I do remember going out back in the day to the malls. Oh, God. So I have to tell this story before we talk about Black Friday because I do love saving money. And I am... I'm not a coupon clipper, but when you go online and you clip deals or whatever to your grocery store, I guess that's the same as clipping coupons. And so I've told Sissy the story so many times about saving money at my grocery store because when you take your get your prescriptions there, for every five prescriptions, you get a little coupon for 20% off. And then I had clipped all my deals, and one of the deals was to save $20 on an order, you know, for whatever amount of money. So I went to the grocery store on Sunday, and my bill would have been $210, and I saved $90 and only had to pay $120, and that really made me happy. I mean, that's that's as good as you get on, I mean, Black Friday, I'm not sure you can get a better deal. I know, right? We had Black Friday early. <laughs> I know. It was it was Happy Sunday. But anyway, I was thinking, you know, we were talking about doing this for Black Friday and Cyber Monday and Small Business Saturday. And so I was like, I wonder where that term came from. And it actually came from something that wasn't a very happy time. Um, evidently, back in the 1950s, there was in Philadelphia, it was the there was an army navy game on saturday so on friday tons of people tourists and shoppers kind of invaded the city of philadelphia and there were lots of shoplifting and lots of chaos and the police had to be called all over the city and so they had termed that day black friday so in an effort to change the memory of that day retailers in philadelphia and now nationally have turned the term black friday from that day to turning what they considered losses is is also considered to be in the red and black friday you know turned the losses from the previous year into being in the black which means profits and so that is now what most people understand the term black friday to mean it means profits versus losses so that whole idea also spawned what i just mentioned small business saturday and cyber monday and so i thought that was kind of an interesting history you know we have other terms like April Fool's Day and different things, which I haven't looked up, but now I'm interested in understanding why some of these names or days are named the way they are. So, Sissy, you had a great idea for this week's podcast to talk about sort of the behavior behind the whole notion of Black Friday. Yeah, shopping on Black Friday. And and why do we do that? You know, besides shopping is fun, you know, I, I frequently think of shopping as 
for women, kind of like hunting for men. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you, you go out, you don't know what deal you're going to find. You're hoping to find some great hunt, you know, capture yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm get about when we finish this podcast, I'm going to look at the uh, store that I love that sells these rugs that I love and they never have sales. And so I'm hoping that they're having a sale today so I can get my rugs because I don't like to pay full price for things. <laughs> yes. And I'm looking for the shocks bone conducted headphones that you just, you can still hear what's going on around you, but the uh, sound is going right in the bone conducted into your ear. That's probably not exactly the way to say it, but you people know what I'm talking about. What does bone conducted mean? So when you are hearing a sound, usually the, there's two ways that sound gets to your brain for you to hear. One, it goes through your ear canal down to your eardrum and the eardrum makes the little tiny bones in your middle ear go back and forth and get your eardrum going and that carries it to your cochlea. Well, well you smart? <laughs> I had a audiology professor who would ask questions like, explain how sound gets from, you know, the outside to your eardrum and you better not talk beyond the eardrum in your answer or you were going to get points off. She was very strict. Anyway, wow. um, then also, if the sound is loud enough, it will become bone conducted. Your the bones of your you know in, uh, around your cochlea and around your ear can carry the sound too. So if it's loud enough, and I don't know the dB, maybe one of our audiology people out there, the decibel level uh. of sound to know when it would become bone conducted. So some people, like if you, you could have your eardrum be completely filled, not have an eardrum. You could not have those little tiny bones in your ears and you would be able to hear if the noise is loud enough or if they gave you a hearing aid, makes the sound bone conducted then. So that could happen. Anyway, I don't know how Black Friday got to this. Oh, I was talking about. Because I have shocks. a lot of questions because you're smarter than me. And I don't know. I am not smarter are. than you. I am not. But anyway, you're going to be looking for the shocks. And yes. what else are you going to be looking for today? Yes. Apple has a special on their Apple watches. I would love a new Apple watch, but I'm not. So either way, I'm going to try to figure out a way to get new Apple watches. Joe and I want those. They're doing some cool stuff now where they can tell you your blood oxygen level and all this other cool stuff. That's just kind of nice to know, but we'll see. Whatever else, maybe I don't know if I've gotten all the Christmassy kind of things I need. Not that I need a ton of Christmassy things, but there are definitely some deals out there. You know, I've been getting emails all morning. So, you know, I guess the whole idea you know, with regard to the behavior of it is like you said earlier, you know, everybody loves a deal. And I, I think too, I think for some people, me included, have, you know, FOMO, um, the fear of missing out, you know, <laughs> even if I don't need something, I might find a need, you know, and I try to discipline myself a lot by saying, do I need that? Or do I want that? Do I need that? And do I want that? And if I don't need it, and I want it, I tend to wait like with the rugs, right? But now with it being Black Friday, I might convince myself that a want is a need for that whole fear of missing out and, you know, just loving to get a deal. 
Yeah, that's a piece of like, if we think about what happens before behavior and what happens after a behavior that keep it going, we think about saving money as a motivating operation. You know, that is money as a conditioned reinforcer. You know, we had to learn that it was important, but boy, we know it now, don't we? Because it, you know, it's, it gives you freedom to do the things that you want to do, to be able to take care of yourself, all of that stuff. So if there's the opportunity to save money and those deals that we see coming in become a motivating operation to purchase. And then um, and so if you we, have to see it first, though, right? So you have to see like the ads or the yeah, emails yeah. or the TV ads and things like that, right? Yeah. You might anticipate that that's going to happen because, you know, you've, it has happened in the past. But yeah, the, the, it would be the ads that you see that would become the motivating operation to go on the hunt for the deal. And then um, if you've saved some good money in the past, you know, and, and you save money again this time, that is a reinforcer. And in fact, we talk about the magnitude of reinforcers frequently. And the the bigger the magnitude of the reinforcer, the stronger the behavior will be. And Black Friday has a history of having a pretty good magnitude in terms of saving money. So yeah, um, it does. I mean, definitely, because you think, like, I know if and when I buy the rugs, I'm going to be like, well, okay, better example, when I saved the money at the grocery store on Sunday, I was like so excited. I almost texted you, but I knew that we were going to be talking soon. So I decided to wait and hold it off for a real life conversation. But yeah, it's like the magnitude, like I would never get excited. Well, I mean, I do, but I would, I wouldn't get as excited if I had saved $25 versus $90. $90 is is, is uh, pretty big magnitude there. I know. Even the guy walking out with my groceries was like really proud of me. I mean, and that is a piece of what brings us back every year for Black Friday is the magnitude of that reinforcer. Sometimes we might get on a sale and look because, you know, we we had a whole lot of family time yesterday or a lot of time with friends. And uh, maybe we're a little bored today because we're sitting around by ourselves. And so we might go shopping to get away from that boredom. For, you know? for sure. I mean, I remember kind of back in the day. You know, my dad might be hanging out and be lazy, and he had every right to be because he worked super hard. But, you know, he might be uh, watching football or doing something that my mom had zero interest in and the kids had zero interest in. And so we would go shopping just to kind of alleviate the boredom of being because, you know, we'd been in the house all day the day before and eaten and cooked and cooked and eaten. And then the next day it was like, let's get out of here, you know. Yeah. Yeah. See what else is going on, despite the traffic and the crowds and all of that. And so that magnitude of reinforcement kind of outweighs all of the hassles of of Black Friday, I guess. But for me, I'm sitting in front of my computer. I am not going out today. Well, right. And now now you don't have to. You know, now you don't have to go out to the stores. Um, You can just get online and take care of business. And young people don't know. (laughs) <laughs> the difficulties of going out. Uh, and I do remember there were some stores that would open on midnight. Oh, God. Remember? Friday. Yeah. Yeah. You'd stay up and, and go out and see what you could find. I can definitely remember getting Christmas decorations that way. You know, not that I'm not as crazy about. There's only one Christmas decoration that is hugely important to me now. And it's um, that tree that's very similar to or that's just like the tree that I saw at your place. That Jennifer Amy gave me for Christmas a couple of years ago. It's the ornament tree. It's my favorite. That is definitely something I'll be doing today. 
yeah. is hanging, putting up the ornament tree and it's this beautiful gold metal. It's a, it's a Christmas tree, but it's just not real. And it's where we can hang all of our wonderful ornaments and yeah. have so many memories. And so I'm sure you have a ton of ornaments on your tree that hold a lot of special memories for you. I do. I bought my mother some particular artist that she really liked. So I would buy her an ornament every year. And so I have all of those that, you know, that going back to like 1975 or 76. And then Joe's mother left us some ornaments that were important to her. Um, And in a few others, I have also this... little tree inside a plastic thing that the plastic has turned yellow. It is so old. I don't remember not seeing that ornament ever in my life, but um, yellow plastic or not, it has to go on there. Anyway, those are definitely things that we do after Thanksgiving, getting those up and going. And it used to go buy Christmas stuff. But I mean, I think even still, I haven't watched the news today, but I would imagine that there were people lining up at Best Buy at midnight last night. Oh, yeah, probably so. Anyway, um, I am sure that you have a question about applied behavior analysis behind. Sure, sure. So in thinking about the behavioral pieces that have us shop on Black Friday, that's our behavior. We're shopping on Black Friday and we're thinking about what are the Applied behavior analysis concepts in play here. There you go. It, is it motivating operation to save money? Okay. Is it escape behavior to get out of boredom? Mm-hmm. That would be B. C would be the magnitude of the reinforcer of saving money. And D would be all of the above. Well, this is kind of a freebie, sort of like Black Friday, <laughs> because we have talked about the motivating operation of seeing the ads on TV or in an email or wherever and being motivated by the potential of saving money. So A is correct. B is, yes, escape from boredom because we talked about that. And C, the magnitude of the reinforcement. We talked about that. So it has to be D, all of the above. You just got a freebie, everybody. But you also understand what is, you know, a piece of what's making you get out there and shop. (laughs) That's right. It's not just about getting out of the house or going to spend money. There's a behavioral reason for it. Yep. All right, everybody. We hope you had a very, very blessed Thanksgiving. And we will have a special guest next week. And we know you will enjoy that person. So have a great rest of the weekend and back to work on Monday. See you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye.